Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Using the Right Tool. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready to receive from your precious word. We're so thankful that you so love the world. You sent Jesus, and he is the word of God. We come hungry for more of him today. In his name we pray. Amen. Folks, we're going to talk today about this topic, using the right tool. My friends, I've been helping my daughter some nights and weekends lately to do some remodeling on a house. That recently involved taking out a cast iron bathtub. I'm not sure if any of you out there have done that, but let me tell you, they are heavy, heavy, heavy. I would estimate somewhere between 350 and 450 pounds. Because of that weight, I wanted to get it into smaller pieces to carry it out of the house. I watched a YouTube video on the subject that was pretty funny. They tried to do different methods of removal. First, they tried a couple methods of cutting the tub into pieces, but they were both very slow. And then they tried a little jackhammer, and it didn't work well. But then they tried the best option, and that was to just break it up with a sledgehammer. And that worked well and fairly quickly, and that is what I did. But they reminded me of how important it is to use the right tool for a job like that, or any natural job. But how much more important in our spiritual walk? Do we sometimes say, hey, God, I've got this one. I'll take care of it, God. And he's probably thinking, okay, let me know when you get tired of beating your head against the wall. You know, God is not going to do the basic things in our life for us, like take the trash to the curb. That is why God gave us legs and arms, and in my case, a great wife that normally does that. Thank you, honey. And God is not going to brush our teeth for us and so on. You get the point. I'm not talking about natural things. We have to do those, and God will give us guidance if we are struggling. For example, Maybe we drag the trash can out to the curb with a rope on its side. God might nudge us and say to our spirit, Hey, why don't you try rolling it on its wheels instead? So God will help us with advice on the simple things, but we still have to do those natural things. But what about the spiritual things, the supernatural things? What about when we are dealing with the sickness and the doctors are doing everything they can in their power to help? What about when we are dealing with a difficult situation in a relationship? Do we tell God, hey, I've got this, God, or do we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God? Now, God is not really a tool like in natural life, but he is an option that we must choose as he is not going to make us listen to him or follow him. Let's start today in Matthew twenty-three, twelve in the Amplified Bible. Whoever exalts himself shall be humbled, and whoever humbles himself shall be raised to honor. Folks, a big part of humbling ourselves is yielding to God and his tools. He always has the right answer. Matthew 23, 12 in the Amplified Classic Bible, Whoever exalts himself with haughtiness and empty pride shall be humbled, brought low, and whoever humbles himself, whoever has a modest opinion of himself and behaves accordingly, shall be raised to honor. Wow, did you get that, my friends? Whoever has a modest opinion of himself. We have to think highly of God 
and his answers in life and not so much on our natural answers. Of course, the greater one lives in us. Now, Matthew 23, 12 in the expanded, whoever makes himself great, lifts up, exalts himself, will be made humble. Whoever makes himself humble will be made great, exalted, lifted up. My friends, we need to make God great in our lives, to yield to his greatness and to use his ideas. Now, James 4.10 in the Amplified Bible, humble yourselves with an attitude of repentance and insignificance in the presence of the Lord, and he will exalt you, he will lift you up, he will give you purpose. Folks, we have to consider ourselves insignificant in the presence of the Lord to yield to his greatness. He has all the answers in our lives. He knows everything before it even happens, and we have to choose to listen to him, to use his tools in our life. And the main one is his word, the word of God. Matthew 18, 4 in the Amplified, Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is greatest in the kingdom of God. Folks, I like that one, humbling ourselves like a child. Think about a young child, maybe five, six, seven years old, that just listens to the adult because they know that we can help them and we know more than they do. And that's how we need to be with God, like a child. Now let's go to Matthew 6.33 in the Amplified Bible. But first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God, and all these things will be given to you. Folks, God is always the right tool, the right option. We must seek him first, not second, not third, not tenth. We must seek him first and most importantly. Now let's read Matthew 6, 32 through 34 in the expanded Bible. 32, the people who don't know God, Gentiles, pagans, unbelievers, Keep trying to get, eagerly seek, run after these things, and your Father in heaven knows you need them. Folks, talking about the natural things here. 33, seek first. Be concerned above all else with God's kingdom and what God wants, His righteousness. Then all your other needs will be met as well. These things will be given to you. My friends, isn't that good? Be concerned above all else with God's kingdom and what God wants. Not what we want, but what God wants, and we'll have a blessed life. 34, so don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will have its own worries or worry about take care of itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. My friends, worry is not a tool that we should be using. Now let's go to 1 Peter 5, 6 through 8 in the Amplified, 6. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Set aside self-righteous pride so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service at the appropriate time. Folks, we are in the service of God, and we must humble ourselves under his mighty hand. Follow his directions. Seven, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concerns once and for all on him for he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. Eight, be sober, well-balanced, and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, 
prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. Folks, the devil wants us to use his tools of stealing, killing, and destroying. We have to say, no, devil, I want nothing that you have. I'm following the Lord. Now, closing today, 1 John 4, 4 in the Amplified. Little children, believers, dear ones, you are of God and you belong to him and have already overcome them, the agents of the Antichrist, because he who is in you is greater than he, Satan, who is in the world of sinful mankind. My friends, we cannot forget the greater one lives in us, the Holy Spirit, if we're born again, if we're saved. We have the greater one inside of us, and he's always trying to direct us to make the right decisions, to use the right tools to be successful in our lives. And we must all choose to follow him and obey him. Let's pray. Father, we choose to use your tools in our life. We choose to say no to Satan and no to the world's ways, Father, and yes to you. Thank you that you guide us in everything in life, Father. Even the natural things, you're trying to help us through them, Father. But most importantly, the spiritual things, Father. We thank you you're a healing God. Thank you that you're a God of blessing, and we choose to follow you and obey your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.